Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? Doing really well, Shay. I like these episodes. Um, You know, it's something that we don't have to prepare a lot for. It's not a whole lot of research, but I still think we get to have a really fun conversation that's influenced by the listeners, and you can still get a lot out of it. So. I love it when we do these, and I don't think we do them enough. So if people like these, let us know. Definitely. Yeah, it's a blast. Today, we're opening the mailbag and answering a bunch of questions from Discord. Um, Like Henry said, we don't do these a lot. So the situation and occasion is that we're heading out of town, so we're recording an episode in advance. Not going to be able to cover the latest and greatest news a week and a half ahead of time. So we're answering Discord questions, talking about apex and some non-apex things as well which is always a fun time so yeah if you like these a ton i mean to be totally candid we've talked about like doing a mailbag weekly uh and having that be a part of the regular schedule so let us know what your kind of thoughts are on this in the discord and the feedback section and uh, we'd love to hear it but before we dive into the episode make sure if you want a question answered ask it in that discord channel meant for questions or leave it in the form of a five-star review on apple podcasts if you want to as well, drop us a follow on Twitter at Kirk Rudoche and at HB Burrison. Uh, I know I just hit the 200 follower mark. Uh, I know you're a little Let's bit go. further ahead of me, so I'll have to I'll have barely, to, if any. I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to up the tweet, see if I can catch you, and see if we can get that blue check mark going. Uh, wow! <laughs> in the future All or right. something. Uh, but yeah, those links are in the description as always. Feel free to drop a follow over there. Maybe someday we'll do a. A Twitter Live or Twitter Spaces. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned for that. Drive a follow. Um, if you want to support the show, get access to ad-free episodes, behind the scenes, um, early access to episodes, and then bonus episodes as well. We have quite the library of exclusive content over on our Patreon. If any of that interests you, you want to help us out uh, to ex- continue doing the show, expanding our team, expanding our content, We'd love to have you over there. Link for all of that. Everything you need is in the description of this episode and the description of all of our social media. Um, If you need a link, don't hesitate to ask. (laughs) We will hook you up. 100%. Uh, with that though, let's let's dive into the mailbag. I mean, I think we we kind of covered the intro at the beginning of this, but like Henry said, an awesome time to interact with the audience in a really cool way. And while it's not a planned out body episode, I think there's always still some exciting, insightful Apex stuff we get to cover. So I'll start us off at the top. First question coming from Django Craft. What is your favorite video game soundtrack? Personally, it would be impossible for me to choose. So do a top whatever if you have to. I, I love the, I just made a big lecture about how you're going to get great, insightful Apex information out of this. So maybe we need to throw an Apex soundtrack in there. But I do enjoy the non-apex questions as well occasionally (laughs) yeah it's a it's a really good question because there is so much great video game music um you know it's hard to not at least give a nod to almost all the nintendo games like mario kart Mario Mario it's Mm -hmm. like those are just iconic there's nothing that really comes close to hearing those soundtracks and just having memories triggered yeah um you know outside of that i'm so impressed 
by video game soundtracks. I think Apex has a lot of really good music packs. One that is kind of out there, just to be unique, is there's this game called Anno 1800. Mm-hmm. It's a city builder. It has slapping music. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. And you play the game in different biomes in different regions and the music changes depending on which biome you're in mm-hmm. and i love that and <laughs> so I, I could play that game all day regardless but the music is what really puts it over the edge oh that, that's a great one i love the music for man 1800 I, I think i'll throw a few other just names out there i can't do like a top five or anything there's so many good ones like you said with the nintendos and the pokemons the zelda all that kind of fun mm-hmm. stuff um but halo soundtrack always stands out that huge intro uh soundtrack that Give you hear a little sample oh whatever it is something like that it's, it hits it, it hits. hits it hits good i i, I would oh man uh i don't know we Maybe we can throw some of the music in here or we'll get hit with copyright also. So that's potential. So we'll see. Maybe maybe we can make that request. But I'll also throw in the Uncharted uh, Nathan Drake theme music totally. is always a banger as well. Uh, absolutely love that. So I think there's tons of good ones. We're probably seriously insulting somebody out there right now. And uh, But those are some good ones. Star Wars. Star Wars video games get Star Wars music. So that's a cheat code right there. <laughs> that is That is definitely a hack. Next question coming from Crispy N. My brother and I are trying to grind ranked, and we usually don't have a third. Our randoms are making it harder to rank up since they push dumb fights and die right away or don't pay attention to ring closings. Is it best to leave their banners or risk going back to grab them for more RP? The age-old question. Do you, yeah, this- do you forgive it? Do you leave them? What do you think? Yeah. I we've had questions like this in the past, definitely age old, but I love how pointed this question is because definitely when you play with randoms, they'll push dumb fights. That happens in pubs and ranked regardless. But I think calling out that they don't pay attention to rings, man, that's a big tip. And I would say when I kind of compare my gameplay to other people and I'm watching people stream or watching friends play on the couch. I look at the minimap so much. Mm-hmm. Like I'm planning out the rotations as soon as I get my first weapon. And in ranked, doing that so that you can just, I mean, you can call it whatever you want. Plan for placement or just playing to win the game. Like you can't ignore the ring. And so I think using pings is probably the easiest thing you can do to control randoms in ranked to just get into the ring. Don't go outside the ring to take a fight. That's kind of silly in ranked. Um, my advice is don't risk your life to get their banner, especially if it's out of the ring. Like It's probably not worth it. Yeah. I mean, I think you had a ton of good stuff there. I think the ring kind of thought process totally comes back to our high to IGL episode. And like you talk about the macro IGL planning out rotations yeah. versus the micro IGL. Um, huge portion of the game. To just answer the question directly, I may leave the banner. If the random is being very idiotic, <laughs> then uh, just leave them because it's not worth it, like you said, for the risk. And honestly, if you and your teammate are confident and are stacked, you can win a 2v3. Like if you can laser one person together, turn it into a 2v2, 
that's doable. Like if you're playing by yourself, you have two people that go off and die. It's sometimes a different discussion. You kind of might just need to go with it sometimes because just ratting for 20 minutes isn't always fun. But when it's two of you with one other person, I think you just got to stick it out and do the best you can. And in all fairness, I think Shay and I have spent a lot of time in ranked as duos. Like I, I still play a lot with my girlfriend, helping her in ranked and working together. We've tried to play with the third, you know, mm-hmm. like they want to be dumb. Fine. As long as we're together, it's okay. So I've tried that. You don't get RP consistently as you as you continue to grind. You, so, you'll occasionally get the good one that like is a yeah. little crazy, but really frags out. But most of the time, you just don't, like you're saying. <laughs> and just given how the ranked system works right now, it's not worth it to, to lose 50 points mm-hmm. on a gamble um, because you need to do so much to go positive 100 to counter that. Um, so yeah, I, I think whenever I'm playing as a duo, you can get a lot of RP just surviving as a duo and even winning games. Um, so we've tried, mm-hmm. but I definitely recommend leaving them. <laughs> and then the other thing, I know this is a long answer, <laughs> but uh, respawning in ranks, hard death sentence. Mm-hmm. It's just a death sentence. You're going to get multiple teams collapsing on you. So it isn't necessarily just, oh, we don't want to play with that person. If they're dead, they're not coming back. You don't respawn in ranked. It just isn't a thing. So if you want to just cut the emotions out of it, it's not possible. Yeah. You know, you're gonna lose more points by coming back than you would by sitting watching. Yeah. Like that's true. It's very hard to do. And you gotta get very lucky a lot of the times as you climb those lobbies. Um Next question coming from Achilles. Where do you think they will take older legends? Like, for example, Lifeline, she is now almost completely obsolete, or Octane, who other newer characters have beat in mobility. Do you think they will buff or nerf them? What about newer legends who need to be balanced every season, like Seer? What's your, what, what's your thoughts on this one? First impression. Interesting. Kind of mm-hmm. hot takes. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, just to throw off the bat, like, Octane's the number one most picked legends in Apex right now. Mm-hmm. It's number one at the top, 11.8% as of the time of the recording. So despite maybe the opinion of other characters having better mobility, he's still the king of mobility right now and uh, hanging out towards the top of that ladder. So maybe a nerf, if anything, but I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon to the boy, the Octane. <laughs> I do not think so. And in the exact same vein, Lifeline, you know, not obsolete. Um, She's more than three times as popular as Newcastle. Mm -hmm. Like, she is a fan favorite legend, always has been. And I've been seeing a lot of things pop up on YouTube and on Twitter, just calling out how powerful Lifeline's ultimate is and trying to spread awareness about it because, you know, for example, one of these kind of tips or hacks is when the purple knockdown shield is in the replicator for an entire week, get your whole team to craft that, mm-hmm. call in Lifeline's ultimate, almost a guaranteed gold knockdown. Guess what a gold knockdown does when you have a Lifeline on the team? Very good. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Lifeline's good. I wouldn't say she's obsolete. Mm-hmm. She has been tuned a lot though. And mm-hmm. so I think when you look at older legends, Lifeline is a wonderful example of someone that has gone through so many changes and adjustments in order to keep her relevant and to keep her powerful. So 
I hope that that continues to happen as needed with mm-hmm. new legends that come in that continue to crowd out legends like maybe Bangalore or Pathfinder some more or Gibraltar some more. Hopefully, those legends are not left behind and updated just like Lifeline has been. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Next question coming from Spooky Cutie. Are y'all car guys? If you drive, what cars do you drive? And what are your dream cars? I think the the funniest thing about this question is I read it the first time and I was like, oh, cool. Someone's asking us about the car SMG, like seeing if we like using it or not. Uh, <laughs> if, if we're fans, like that's where my mind went. Yep. Um, car guys. Heck yeah, we are big fans I, of cars. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I would I would not consider myself like a car enthusiast by any means. I love cars. I love looking at very nice cars. Um, I'm I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable actually on like the electric car scene. I've spent a lot of time like learning about that, but no, I, I'm not a car guy per se. Um, I, I don't own a car right now. My girlfriend does who I live with. She owns a Jeep Renegade, so that's what I drive when I go anywhere. Uh, but yeah, I'm not invested in it financially, so uh, not mine. <laughs> Living in the city, it's also not as needed. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I am a pretty similar boat. My girlfriend's car got totaled by a garbage truck earlier this year. <laughs> so we went in together on a new car, and we have a 2021 Volkswagen Jetta. Pretty awesome car. Um but I'm definitely not a car guy. Just like Shay. What about dream car um, though? Dream car. Give me like maybe the car. realistic dream car. Like I could see yep. myself owning this and then the like, oh, I'd have to make a lot more money to really yeah, get this car. car yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think number one dream car realistic is going to be a Jaguar F-Type okay. in black. Not a convertible. Just, you know, regular. I think that it has a real, uh, probably can't say that, too inappropriate. It has a really nice looking backside. I really like it. Um, it kind of, it almost looks like a Lamborghini, yeah. I feel like, from mm-hmm. the back. But it's just a really sleek car. I like it a lot. I think it's reasonably priced for a fast car that is attractive, but low profile. Yeah. If it wasn't going to be a sports car, I think I I really like the look and the interior of Range Rovers. Mm-hmm. So. I would like that. And then if it's going to be a extreme fantasy car, then I think hypercar wise, the the Swedish Koenigsegg, those I would take legit. any of those uh, multi-million dollar what, One of cars. 250 or something like that out there? Probably less on some models. Yeah, they are very, true. very exclusive. Oh, man. It's funny because I... Uh, it was fun to think about for a second uh, of the cars because I was having that car conversation. I was like, oh, what, what could I see myself getting in like three or four years time? Um, I, I would love like to actually get a, uh, if we're talking a sports car, the new Tesla Roadster that's coming out is going to be an absolute freak and demon on the road um, and probably too fast. But something I'd actually see myself maybe going in on eventually is a, uh, new Rivian. I, I love the electric truck. Uh, I think that's great. But yeah, yeah, the electric theme between my two is kind of, that's where I'm at. That's my uh, plan or goal right now is to go electric when I buy something for myself. Um, a little more on the dream car. 
Uh, I mean, I'd love a Conan's egg too. I've, I've always been like, I'm a sucker for, you know, James Bond. So like if you went the Aston Martin DB5, like if I could get an old Aston Martin DB5, that'd be the dream. So yeah. Fun car also question. Expensive. Also expensive. Also expensive. Yes, very That's true. Good. Very true. Uh, next question though, coming from Moon Martian. When will you bring good games back, please? And what is your favorite sauce and condiment? <laughs> So funny. Uh, we just talked good games uh, last week, actually. So if you want to hear kind of all the thoughts on good games, go uh, check that one out. But uh, no plans as of now to bring it back, but you can get the full answer last week. Yeah, it's a nice question. It was a fun show while it lasted. Uh, maybe, just maybe, yeah. it'll come back someday. Favorite sauce or condiment? So one thing about me is I'm just not a sauce guy. Yeah. I like it. Plain butter noodles. Mm-hmm. All right. If I'm getting a burger, I don't even want ketchup on it. You know, <laughs> I want it just meat and bun. Super simple. Um, but if you're gonna force me to talk sauces, okay. Most accessible sauce, I think, McDonald's tangy barbecue, Ooh, solid banger. sauce. Mm-hmm. If you want to go a little less accessible, I'm a big big fan of a restaurant called Din Tai Fung. (laughs) Don't have a whole lot of options in terms of locations, but if you're on the West Coast, there's a couple. And there are these shredded pork fried noodles, Mm -hmm. and they are tossed in this sauce that (laughs) I would drink. If they bottled it, I would drink the sauce. It's that good. And so that's my favorite thing on the menu, and it's got a killer sauce. Oh, I love it. I'm the opposite of you. I'm a huge sauce guy. I I mean, I love it. I'll I'll throw fries in like anything. Um, I mean, my go-to is I always own a bottle of Chick-fil-A sauce. I always own a bottle of Polynesian sauce from Chick-fil-A as well. Those two are kind of like the core. Um, We got a pizza place around here called Ian's Pizza that I still think has the best ranch dressing of anywhere that I've ever had. So... Those three, those are my core right there. But uh, can't go wrong on the sauce front. <laughs> you would catch me dead before I dip pizza into ranch. I know, I know. That's it's our just big not difference. my thing. It's, it's not my thing. I'm not a. Sauce I accept guy. you for who you are, man. I accept. <laughs> and you. I, I respect your game. And I well, know I'm the abnormal one with the ranch dip on the pizza as well. So some people like it. I think it's coming up in popularity. Maybe like, I think it's the type of pizza as well. You need to have like the thin pizza, the thin sturdy yeah. pizza, and that's not. Everywhere on the especially on the West Coast, that's not always kind of the kind of pizza we get. So yeah. That's true. <laughs> Moving on. Back to Apex. Yep. All right. We have a question coming from Yeet.ca. Is Valk still a good legend? Did the nerf kill her? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh to just answer outright, no. I don't think the nerf killed her by any means, but it, it took her down like a hundred percent, and I mean, she used to be tippity top number one pick rate, or right up there with number one at a time, at yeah. a time, and uh, yeah, now she's down. I think she's like still floating around the top five or edge of top five, so she's still quite popular. Um, but they definitely took her down a notch. But no, I don't think she's dead by any means. She's still a very viable, usable legend. Yeah, I agree. Um, even in ranked. You know, that's kind of where she, that's the reason why I think she was nerfed, just because of how versatile and powerful she was in a competitive environment. 
But that being said, the ult is still absolutely usable. You just have to be a little more cautious about when you pop it. And then I don't think the tactical was ever a big appeal uh, for her. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like a cherry on top for something you can use uh, when the opportunity presents itself. But even, you know, they did nerf uh, her fuel consumption on the passive. So you can't jetpack as long or as frequently as you used to be able to. That's still an incredible movement tech. And so I, I still love playing Valk. She's a great addition to any team. And it, it's just hard to beat her, even with these nerfs. You know, it's like oh, if you no, go man. for Horizon 22%. <laughs> people love Horizon, but in terms of just, I don't know, I'd rather have Valk on my team 100% of the time. And I think a good Valk player is probably going to be able to do more than a good Horizon player. Um, Just because I think the Horizon ult is way, way overhyped. And Valk's ult is not Mm -hmm. overhyped. Mm -hmm. Valk's ult is great, 100%. We're going to keep answering some questions, though. But first, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Next question is from Alston345. Hey, dudes, got one for you. People toss around legend concepts all the time on our super cool Discord server. Link in the description. Great plug. I don't think I've ever heard either of you drop some ideas for legend concepts. Have you thought up of any complete legends or parts of a legend before? What does the game need or what would be fun to add legend-wise? In honor of this episode, I did pull up our uh, legend concepts because Henry and I did a Patreon episode where we crafted our full-own legend concepts individually and then we kind of like surprised each other with them on the show uh it was funny because we had some similarities uh between ours and the abilities uh i think we kind of came around on the dash being the concept we would love to see in the game in some way shape or form so i'm not going to share what everybody is but i just wanted to share the names of them so a little teaser for the patrons if you want to join Go back and listen to it. We have Henry's legend concept's name was Charger, a freedom fighter whose name was Beck Shepard. And then mine, I didn't give him the full nickname treatment, but my guy's name was Kai Lastimosa. So that's kind of the little teaser. If you really want to go listen, feel free. We've talked about dropping them publicly, but we haven't really found the the time to do so ever. It was a lot of fun. Maybe because that was a long, long time ago. And what's kind of I think the possibilities of what a legend could be in Apex have also expanded. Mm-hmm. So we could revisit that and do it again yeah. uh, for the patrons maybe someday or maybe for maybe the public. public. We'll maybe, see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's a really good question and a fun topic. Agreed. Next question coming from Blamo. Which is your favorite site? How do you interpret I, this I question? Got, yeah, I gotta start this off because Shay and I we were forming this episode and he was picking questions. And he was like, Oh, we have a question about what our favorite site is. So keep that in mind. And I was like, Wow, favorite website. <laughs> That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. There's a lot of good websites out there. He was and like apexlegendtracker.com. Like, I love it. Yeah, big fan of that website. And then Shay was like, Oh, maybe it's like 
you know, favorite sightseeing. And I was like, <laughs> well, I've never been to the Eiffel Tower, but I bet it's a <laughs> heck of a sight. Oh, man. It's funny because we were just like, a, it, the first instinct maybe wasn't optics, which is obviously <laughs> what this question is. But on the flip side, I also read that car question and could, didn't think of actual cars. So it's where your mind goes is always funny to talk about. But what's your favorite sight in Apex? What's your favorite optic? Uh, unless you have some sightseeing you really do want to share. No, I, I don't need to, <laughs> but favorite site, hands down, 2X Bruiser, number one, mm-hmm. all day, every day. I will apply it to pretty much anything. I will rock it on SMGs. I will rock it on ARs, LMGs, of course, but even Marksman's, you know, it's my favorite for the G7, as weird as that is. Uh, and I also feel good about it on snipers. If I want to bump it up a little bit, I'll go with a 3X Ranger mm-hmm. um, on both the Marksman's and the snipers, but... Number one forever and always will be the two times. You know, I'm going to say, I don't want to just copy you. I love the 2X 100%, but I'm going to give some credit where credit's due to a site that is more disliked than it should be. And I'm going to say the Digi Threat. I absolutely love that site. And the fact that there's a portion of an audience out there that strongly dislikes it because of the structure of the optic, I think is a shame because they get a lot of value out of the digi in this game. And I think it's a huge addition to any kind of close range weapon you can throw it on. Adds a ton of versatility into your game to really counter a handful of legends nowadays. So I love that. I throw it on everything if I can. Um, Yeah, but 2X and 3X are absolutely beasts as well. So yeah. Uh, next question coming from Admiral Akbar. Do you guys dress up for Halloween? If so, what are you going as this year? You got any big big plans, Henry? So first off, no. <laughs> I'm not a big dress up for Halloween person, but my girlfriend really loves it and wants to do it bad. And the costumes that we are putting together right now are she's going to be Padme okay. and I'm going to be Anakin. Okay. And I'm keep not a huge fan. Kids. Okay, I know. Keep away from the kids. <laughs> for real. So it's kind of a red flag. I would have preferred to be Obi-Wan, but I don't want to, you know, Obi-Wan. Maybe I'll be and Obi-Wan. Padme together. We- yeah, you can be Obi-Wan. <laughs> I'll That'd be, be great. Obi-Wan and I'll make Cam be Satine. And we can just all go hang out. That would be great. <laughs> Satine is an absolute badass. So... Yeah, stay away from me on Halloween. The dark side will be coming out a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. I, I have no plans as of now to dress up. Uh, I'm sure that uh, me and my girlfriend will maybe talk about it if we find something to go attend. The last time we dressed up, we did actually go as uh, astronauts together, though, Henry, if you recall. Mm-hmm. We still got those NASA suits. Those are always the ones to bust out in a pinch. I think I got it in storage yeah. somewhere, potentially. Uh, That's what I had last year too. I will say I I don't want. I'm not throwing shade at Halloween. I love Halloween and uh, dressing up every year for Halloween. Growing up was like one of my favorite things to do. As you get older, though, you do kind of grow out of that one slightly. I think. But when people stop giving you candy, people stop giving you. You stop dressing up when there's no trick or treating to do. You have to find a different reason, which is sometimes hard. (laughs) It takes energy. Good fun question. Sure. Next one coming from Endless Necro. Day 10 of this. Can you make a combination of the best legends? Thanks for the amazing pod. I'm a day one listener. That's a, that's a tough question. Best combination of legends. I mean, I think 
we talk about it a lot in like rank guides and stuff. What we think is kind of the best maybe ranked comp for a map. In every Master in the Legends episode, we talk about some of the best comps centered around one specific legend. Do you have a most ideal comp right now playing Apex that you'd want to shout out? I think that right now on Apex, I think we've said this a lot recently, but there are so many good legends and so many good teams of legends mm-hmm. that it's hard to pin down just one. You can build a really effective team around almost anybody. Um, I love Rampart, mm-hmm. and I think coupling Rampart with mobility or doubling down on that base building can be really fun. You know, doing a defensive comp with Rampart, Caustic, Watson, and or Newcastle in there mm-hmm. can be pretty fun. Uh, definitely unranked. But honestly, it's it's also like the question could be best legends. How could you elevate those top contenders yeah. to be even better? And that's just going to be really flex your mobility. So what would you say? I mean, I don't think I can give one answer either. What, what I will say is what I think I can do is I can give a core concept comp. And I hate doing this because it leaves out Fuse, Crypto, Rampart, Loba, who I think are all incredibly viable and you can build around. But I think at its core, just basic level, I'm a, I love a recon plus a mobility plus some versatile defense. So like a Sierra Bloodhound, a Valk Horizon, maybe a Pathfinder, and like a Newcastle or a Gibraltar. Right? Kind of like that's kind of a core I could work around, but it, totally. it still does disservice to all those legends I mentioned at the top of this as well. Loba is underappreciated. Player and so she much just right can now. provide so much to the team, mm-hmm. but it's hard to, to elevate her to the very top um, because you have to be a little slower yeah. with Loba, you know, but she has so many advantages in terms of looting quickly yeah. and getting the best weapons faster and being able to survive into the late game with shield swaps and meds and ammo. She's really, really good. So got to shout her out. hundred um, percent. Last question coming from Bazooka Joe on Discord. With so many guns, do you think it's time to vault some and bring new guns in? Any ideas for new guns you'd want in the game? I was thinking of a double barrel shotgun or a hop up with a dragon breath rounds, vault the kinetic feeder, put the double tap on the charge rifle. Oh, double tap on the charge <laughs> rifle. That would be funny. I think people will get very frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to kind of just jump into the middle there. Yes, you should vault the kinetic feeder. I'm not a fan of it. Waste of space. But uh, honestly, they've done a pretty good job at cleaning up the the hop-up pool uh, in the last few seasons. Um, vaulting weapons. Such a hard thing to I, do. Yeah. People have their skins. If we were mm-hmm. a game like Fortnite where skins were wraps and it was kind of class-based, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But because you bought that Peacekeeper skin back in Season 1, really hard to completely vault it. I think the best thing Apex can do is utilize the care package to bring that freshness. I think before vaulting weapons entirely, you could see possibly an Apex 2 come out where yeah. we kind of have guns remastered and the different set mm-hmm. um, to start 
with a clean slate. I, I think they'd have to do a hard reset. Maybe the meat in the middle is like temporarily remove things. And I think the longest you could do that without people being frustrated would be a split. So it's like, do you have do you add two more guns to each class? And then each split, there's two guns from each class that aren't in play. Maybe that's something you can do. Um, it's interesting, though. Uh, we haven't had a gun added in a while. And uh, I think there's a reason for that. And it's because of the loot pool as a whole. So it's a tough spot to be in. I think the the may, the possible hope for expanding the loot pool much, much further is adding or completely remastering the replicator yeah. so that you have some sort of loadout or many, many more weapons that are accessible in the replicator in order to allow you to add more weapons onto the ground without never ever seen an R301 again because it's so diluted. So I think that's kind of the hope. If you aren't betting on a, a game reset with Apex 2, mm-hmm. your hope lies in the replicator being expanded drastically. 100%. Couldn't have said it better. Um, let's kind of wrap up the mailbag for us today. Any uh, big closing thoughts, takeaways from this one? No, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for all your questions mm-hmm. and uh, hope that we get to do this again sometime soon. Yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy the non-Apex stuff occasionally. If you hate listening to us talk about uh, other things outside of Apex, just let us know. and We won't. Uh, we can shy away from that in the future, but hopefully knowing yeah. uh, the dream cars doesn't hurt anybody's feelings too much. A pleasure as always. Let us know your thoughts on these episodes in the feedback channel. Appreciate it a ton. Thanks so much to our producer of the third party, 10, who supports us over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>